beautiful souls! Thank you for tuning in to the New Reality Podcast. Hi, I'm Madison. And I'm Marley. We are so blessed to be able to share what the Lord has put on our heart. On this podcast, we're here to have vulnerable conversations about living out faith and walking in fullness in the dark world that we now live in. As Christians, we want to create a new reality and exemplify heaven on earth. Without further ado, let's get into this week's episode. pre-filming this episode because we're at passion the week that this episode goes up so Madison we are going to be meeting up at passion which I'm so pumped for because it's been like months so I'm pumped are you ready for your passion Madison yes I'm so excited not just for like passion but just to see uh, you and just to see like other believers and just being intentional and in fellowship too um, but yeah, I'm so excited for it. I, I need like this spiritual, like just rest. Yes. And I think that'll be really good. Yeah. I'm so pumped and I can't wait to come back next week and be able to talk about just the experiences at Passion and, uh, just this whole posture that we've really been praying about, not just going for the experience, but really just going to experience the Lord on a deeper level. And we're just expectant of just the Lord being able to move. It's not that we're putting on him what he's going to do, but just uh, that he is a God that does intervene, that does work. And I'm excited to see just the breakthrough that happens, um, if that's the Lord's will on this trip. And so I'm pumped about that, but I'm also pumped about this week's episode. We're talking all about social media, which is something you and I both, Madison, are, I think, very passionate about, especially because, um, you know, we, we often yeah. step off the platform. And so... Um, I'm just really excited to talk about this, so let's just dive right in. You know, I'm always throwing questions at you, so um, I just want to start by asking you, because I know a lot of people, we we start on these platforms of social media, and uh, we get super involved in it, but in a lot of ways, it can consume our lives. So um, have, have there been times where you feel like social media has kind of consumed your life, and if so, what boundaries did you kind of put in place, and where did you kind of feel that conviction that social media was consuming your life? Yeah, um, that's happened to me many times. Um, I think at some point I just learned how to harness it and how to control it. But um, there was a point in my life with social media is that I became obsessed with it to where I was looking almost every hour at my follower count. I was looking at uh, my likes, I was looking at my views, and if it didn't get a certain amount of views, I would delete the video um, because I didn't think that it was significant. And I was, um, like, I use social media to share the Lord, like what the Lord's doing in my life, and that's what I have social media for. And so I think in that time, I lost sight of the goal and why I was doing it. And so um, I started having like less likes, less, less followers, losing followers, all these things. And I'm like, man, like, like, uh, what am I doing? Like, why? Yeah. And I, I realized like I was so like just obsessed over it. And I think that with boundaries with social media, like me and you have talked about is just taking a break from it, honestly. Yeah. And just, that's a, that's like a boundary to, you can say like, when you recognize and you say, okay, like. I am worrying too much about like these yeah. videos mm-hmm. or these pictures and, and likes and, and views and everything, even comments too. It's just like when you're worried too much about that, that's when 
your flesh gets in the way. And so you kind of just step back and you, you evaluate. And then um, I guess you can make your own boundaries or whatever you feel like is best. But I think honestly, just um, slowly taking like not, you don't have to cut it off completely at first, uh, at least for like a break. You can like slowly move in and transition mm-hmm. into that. But I think taking breaks is vital. I also think that um, time limits, um, set time limits on how, how much you spend on that. Yeah. Um, and just little things like that. Um, but mm-hmm. I think that um, social media can be harmful, but it can also really be a good thing if you use it uh, wisely. But um, yeah. Marley, what would you say um, is something within social media that has um, kind of propelled you to want to put up those boundaries, um, during, you know, being in that social media platform, how, yeah. how do you, uh, go about that? Yeah, it's so funny that you said that social media can be a good thing, but it also can be a bad thing. So I was literally just going to say that, that, you know, social media can be a great thing because we're able to reach, you know, people across the world and it can be such a good way to talk about Jesus and reach those people, and use like a platform that really can be negative and evil and use it for the glory of God. But I think when we start to be consumed in it and um, just so focus on that and lose sight of our true intention and purpose behind using it for that glory um, is when it becomes unhealthy. And I think that's honestly to answer your question why I started to put up those boundaries is because I noticed I became so consumed um, with social media and I let it affect the way that I live. Um, You know, when I first started TikTok and all of that stuff, I like was doing it for God, but I also think I was doing it for me. Like to see how fast my platform grew, like being completely vulnerable. I was like, this is so cool. And then I started to be selfish with it. And so I started to treat it like a job more than something that I was passionate about and letting the Lord truly use me. And so... I would like pre-film videos and like spend hours doing this and like scheduling uploads. And it was just like to a point where it was like I was so consumed with that. And I started to feel convicted, especially recently, because um, anybody who's listening who maybe doesn't keep up with our social media, um, I've taken the next six months and I've decided to just step off all platforms. Like they're not on my phone. I have it so I can't look it up on my Safari. Like I have put several boundaries in place because... I felt so convicted and like the Lord was saying, Marley, you're trying to reach people online, which is great. But what about the people who are right in front of you? Like, what are you doing like to impact them with my word? And I was like, wow, like I'm so focused on my phone, literally like always looking at it that I'm not even looking at the people in front of me and and affirming them with how much Jesus loves them. And so, you know, that was a big thing that challenged me to put up those boundaries. And I think too, is I started to realize how it was turning my eyes away from Jesus rather than towards Jesus. And so what I started to do was like, I was getting so caught up in comparison. And this is something big I want us both to touch on because I feel like a lot of girls, especially listening in, will understand the impacts that social media can have on like body image and just like your image of yourself. And it causes a lot of insecurity. And even besides like, the physical aspect, I think a lot of us girls struggle with comparing our lives to other believers online as well. Like, 
oh my gosh, they're so much stronger in my faith. I wish I could be strong in my faith like that. Or I wish I had this aesthetic, this Christian aesthetic or whatever it may be. And something I will say, um, why I put up this boundary was because I was so caught up in comparison that I wasn't even trying to be joyful in the life that the Lord has given me and walking in that purpose because I was so focused on somebody else's purpose. And so something I want to say with comparison that um, it talks about it in James uh, chapter 3 verse 16 says, For where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there will be disorder in every vile practice that prevents you from being present and living. And so with this, like, I just think this verse is so convicting because where you're jealous and where you're constantly stuck in comparison, there's going to be like just all these different things that prevent you from living and walking in your life and in your calling. And so, um, you know, that's just such a big thing. And that's why I put those boundaries in place is because I can't live in my purpose until I can be content with my life and my purpose and where God has me. And social media was harming me in that way. And so I think, um, you know, with social media, we have to reach the self-awareness that it's like, okay, what is my focus on and what am I being consumed with? And if I'm being so consumed in social media, like maybe I do need to step off because that's fleeting. Like all of that stuff, the followers, like you said, that you were losing, like all of that's fleeting anyways. Like you're not going to get to heaven and God's not going to be like, so how many Instagram followers did you have? Like he does not <laughs> care. He wants to be like, so how many people did you like love? Like love in person. How many people did you like like walk with in their weeping seasons how many people did you like reach out to and and genuinely help like not just post something you know what I mean and so I feel like that's so important but uh Madison I know that you too with comparison that has been a struggle as well so I kind of want you to touch on comparison and social media and your whole like outlook on that um I think you know um the enemy loves to use that. Whenever you're trying to use your platform for Jesus, he's going to try to plant seeds because the, something I've been learning about the enemy is that he's not going to come at you in this big, huge way and just strip everything from you. He's going to start at the little things, yeah. and then those little things will turn into big things the more that you cave into that. Yeah. And so I think that we often forget that instead of comparing, we should celebrate others. Wow. Because... Um, wait, wait, say that again. Say that again. <laughs> Instead of comparing yourself to others, we are to celebrate yes. others. And so I think that's what's so hard is like, because you see this person get this car, you see this person have this whole new outfit, you see all these things and you're like, God, I cannot celebrate them. Like, I want that. I don't have that. And I can't have that. And I want that. Why can't I look like them? Why can't I dress like them? All these things. And God's just like, that's my child, just like you are. And so you have to like the, like you said, those things, clothing, followers, all that stuff is fleeting. Even looks, like even if somebody is beautiful on the outside, imagine like that is fleeting. Like that's going to go away. I mean, just look at like celebrities that were just so gorgeous when they were young and then they grow old. And I'm not saying that they're ugly. I'm just saying that um, as you grow older, uh, your body changes and you yeah. just change. Yeah. And so I think that... Um, with comparison, it can be really hard because I feel like, especially for girls, it's really just you're constantly like uh, comparing yourself to them and you don't realize it, but they're comparing themselves to you as well. I think that um, we just get so caught up in these things when God wants us to admire, not like we're going to talk about this in a future episode, but like 
loving yourself, but in a biblical way, not in a conceited way. Like God wants us to love ourselves in order so that we can love others and celebrate others. Like we have to, and almost in a way, like celebrate ourselves, like, like I said, but not in a conceited way, but celebrate like what God has given you as, because all of the things that you have already are a gift and we don't take advantage of that. And we undervalue the things that God has deemed valuable over your life. Right. And so we kind of just say, like, God, you've given me nothing. Like, I am this way, and I struggle with this, and I don't look like this, and all this other other things. But that's, like, literally insulting to God because he created you exactly how you're supposed to be, uh, appearance-wise, uh, personality-wise, everything. Like, he admires you. And, yes, we're all flawed and everything, but he wants us to um, – see ourselves the way that he sees us. And so I think that's with comparison, he wants us to see others, how he sees others and to love them like he loves them. And, um, whenever you're, um, breaking it down to when in comparison, when you're breaking it down to, um, like they have this, they have this and this, it's, it's all going to pass away. It doesn't matter. And even if you did have what they have, say, say that you have what you, they have. Maybe you have the looks, maybe you have the clothes, maybe you have the followers. You're still going to feel just as empty as if you didn't have it. And that's just uh, a fact. Like people always say, you know, money, money can buy happiness. Money can buy happiness. Love can buy happiness. Like all of this thing yeah. is not true. Like mm-hmm. you can just read the word and it will literally show you like yeah. only God can fill that hole of your heart. Mm-hmm. But, um, Marley, what would you say that, um, uh, when it comes to, um, comparison, mm-hmm. do you feel like, um, you still struggle heavily with it or do you feel like you've grown a lot within that aspect? Um, I think as girls, especially could say we have our good and bad days. Like there's days where it's hard to, you know, um, just be content. And then there's days where it's like, I'm so like, I'm so content. I'm so overjoyed. I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm not stuck in that comparison cycle, but I think when I do get stuck in that comparison cycle is number one, it's like remembering what I do have like so quick. We're like, Oh, I don't have this. I don't have that. I don't have this. I don't have that. But it's like, look at how much God has blessed you and don't overlook that. And you know, it could be again with things or with just what, you know, he's like, bless you with in, in your heart or in your walk with him or whatever it may be. And so it's like, like you said, rejoicing in that. And so I think on the days where I really am struggling with comparison, because I'm not going to sit here and say I don't have those days. I think it's going to his word, remembering his truth, and just remembering that everything is fleeting. And then reminding myself that, you know, it doesn't matter what I do or don't have, because I'm not here to serve myself, but I'm here to serve others. And so I think you know, um, something I started to do as well to help me kind of overcome that comparison um, is just compliment strangers, which sounds so stupid, but it's something that it's like you start to celebrate somebody for something that maybe you're insecure about and you're celebrating somebody else for. And so that's something I would challenge anybody listening to do um, that's maybe struggling with, you know, insecurity, um, comparison, whatever it may be is, you know, start complimenting strangers, like go out of your comfort zone. And instead of comparing, rejoice for that person, like, yes, rock that outfit or like whatever it may be. And then I think too, something else that helped me get out of that comparison cycle to where kind of I'm at now 
is when I did have social media, I went through and unfollowed people that I found that I was constantly stuck in this comparison with. And it wasn't because I had anything against them. Like some of them were my friends, like my close friends. And I had to text them on the side and be like, hey, like if you see I unfollowed you, don't take anything personal. Like it's just something that is causing me to stumble right now because I'm getting caught in insecurity and comparison. And so when I'm in a better spot, like I know I can, you know, take that boundary away. But right now that's something I have to do to put that boundary up. And those are just some ways that I've overcome it. And now um, it's still something that I constantly have to work to overcome because our flesh will always get the best of us. But I think it's stepping out of that, the flesh and into where God wants us. And that's just an act of obedience and surrender and something that we should want to do to look more like Christ. Um, And so with that being said, uh, do you have advice, Madison, to anybody out there that maybe struggling with spending so much time on social media because you talked about, you know, just that you found yourself on your phone so much. So what would be advice just for people who maybe are walking through that same thing? Um, my advice uh, to the people that may be struggling with uh, being ca- getting caught up in social media is to um, recognize when you are putting it above God recognizing those moments, recognizing when you were doing it for the wrong reasons. And it's not to be shameful or to, to have that shame over yourself. Yeah. Like just uh, surrendering that to God and going to God and just being like, God, I'm sorry. Like I've literally been um, caught in my flesh and I am seeking uh, validation and all of these things from people that only you can provide and only you can truly satisfy in my heart. And I think also, like I will always stand by this, like I said, is taking breaks. Like we don't want to take those breaks because, oh, because we're in fear that we'll lose followers or in fear that when we come back, we won't get as many likes or views or something like that. But when you're truly doing it for the reason of glorifying and honoring God, then those other things shouldn't matter. And if they do matter to you, then you're idolizing it and you're putting it above God. And that's when you have to take a step back and evaluate, do a heart check about that Mm -hmm. and say, you know what? I do, I need this break. Am I putting this above God? Am I um, seeking all of these things out when God is calling me in a different direction? And so uh, just really evaluating that and taking breaks, like it can be a couple of days. It can be a week. It can be a month. It can be whatever. I think you should pray about it and God will reveal that to you. Um, you know, sometimes we'll give God a week and we'll say, okay, God, I'll take a break from social media for a week. But sometimes God's like, I want you to do more. Like I have my friend, uh, my friend, Jarek, uh, a while back. I don't know if he would remember this, but I remember he took a break from social media and he told me that he wanted to come back. Like he, he wanted to come back to social media and the day that he decided to come back, he realized that God wanted him off of it and to stay off of it for longer. And so I think also just listening to God's voice and being obedient to God, because like I said, we get caught up and we want to do what we want to do. And we want to have these followers. We want to have these likes and all these things, but we have to come back to what truly matters. Yeah, that's good. Don't let your convictions just be convictions. Like I think Mm -hmm. a lot of us will just like sit in like, I'm convicted of this, but, you know, no, like, what are you going to do about that conviction? And so I think, you know, a big heart check is, like, are you spending more time on social media than you're spending in the Word or with God? 
And if you are, like, okay, so what are you going to do about that? Because I wonder how different our lives would look if we spent just as much as time with God that we spend scrolling on our phone, you know? And so I think sometimes we just need to take that step back and be willing to sacrifice something that's really so irrelevant. Like, it's just selfies on a feed or, like, pictures on a feed. We can go without it. And at first, yeah, obviously it's going to feel weird because it's part of your routine, your everyday routine. Like, when I first, you know, started this six-month thing off of social media, like, the first week was, like, weird because I was like, you know, this feels just, like, different. And, like, I had a lot more free time. And then I'm like, wow, like, the amount of time now I could spend reading Christian books or different things. And, like, I just feel so much more at peace. Like, I'm not stressed. I'm not insecure. I'm not anxious. Like, I felt a lot more freed not having social media. And so I think it's, like, in those moments of temptation, too, like, stepping off is, like, remembering how freeing it feels to not be on it. And how much more at peace and, like, intimate you feel with God without that distraction in the way. And so I just think that's so good. And I love how Ephesians puts it in uh, chapter 5, verses 15 through 17, say, So then be careful how you live. Do not be unwise, but wise, making the best use of your time, because the times are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. And it's like, I love this because it's so good. Like, making the best use of your time. Like, how many of us just sit at home sometimes, like, it's okay to have rest days, but, like, we waste so much time just aimlessly scrolling and, like, worrying about followers, but, like, we should be worrying about the people who aren't hearing the word, like, out in public or out in person, rather than how many followers we have, like, that's when we're becoming selfish and not selfless, and so I think that's so important uh, to remember in those moments, but, Madison, from your times being off social media um, and not, you know, being on it, what issues do you feel like have been kind of resolved or where areas you've maybe grown being off social media? And then what are maybe some issues you've noticed being on social media? I think that um, being off social media, it's such a great experience. Um, It's like almost sometimes I wish that social media was never created. That way we could just like have all this time. But honestly, you have that choice. And God gives you that choice to whether you want to spend time with him or spend time um, doing other things. Um, Not to say that those things are bad. It's just how you use it. But um, I think that um, the benefits with being off and what I've learned from that is just like it allows me to focus more on God. It allows me to... um, like take a step back and not, like you said, like, like there's good sides to social media and there's also downsides at times where like sometimes you see other people and then comparison steps and jealousy, um, coveting, um, insecurities, all these things. And then it's like bottles up. And then I think that on the other side of it, when you're off of social media, you get like a sense of freedom to where you have all this time to spend with God and you don't have your phone holding you back or um, anything like that. And so you get to have that one-on-one time with the Lord. You get to uh, be intentional with your friends, be intentional with community. Um, And also something I learned really heavily when I was off of social media is I got to see what God wanted to grow me in. I got to see the sins that I've been struggling with for a long time that he brought into the light. I got to see... um, the things that I needed to work on in my friendships, I got to see what I needed to work on in my own heart. And like, 
it was such like a hard, I think, um, like I just got back on social media not too long ago and I was off of it for two months. We talked about this, but, um, I was, I was off of it and it was just such a great feeling. At first it was terrible because God was like, you gotta work on this. You gotta do this. Like this needs to change. And I was like, I'm so overwhelmed. Like I didn't even know that I needed to work on this, but it took me getting off of social media and focusing on God uh, to realize that I needed him, that I needed uh, time with him. And I think that we don't take advantage of that enough to um, spend time with him. And um, something uh, that I would say that I noticed when, um, or something that was a downside to when I was on social media is just like, there's so many things that captivates your attention. And uh, there's so many topics that like social media has that it, like, for instance, like relationships or, um, yeah. you know, fame, all these things like, and then you're like, oh, like you get in that comparison cycle, like we talked about. And um, I think that it's such a benefit just to be off of it and yeah. just to experience God. Like people say, like, I want to experience God. Like I want to have an experience with him, but you have to first experience him. Like yeah. you can't delight <laughs> in something that you don't spend time with or don't That's desire. If you don't desire to spend time with God, you can't delight in him. And so, um, that's what people don't realize is, you know, you have all these people asking you like, how can I grow closer to God? Well, you have to deny your flesh and then you have to go and do what God's calling you to do, being obedient to him. And so Mm -hmm. that's what I would say. And with, uh, just throwing a verse out as well as, uh, Proverbs 4, 23 says, guard your heart above all else where it determines the course of your life. And so, um, I think even with social media, I mean, this could apply to so many different things, but just guarding your heart um, because your heart is so vulnerable. And I think that you got to really just be careful uh, where you place your heart and whether it's you know, trying to place it in somebody else's hands, which you shouldn't do, you should place it in God's hands. But when you're putting your effort and your time and your heart into something that maybe God's not calling you, like what Molly said earlier about how social media um and how she was kind of finding herself uh, focusing on that and, and, and putting herself into those things. It's like you lose sight of the path that the Lord wants you to be on. Yeah, that's really good. And, you know, I love how you just talked about all those different areas and just how, you know, all the different areas that social media can highlight, like relationships and stuff like that. But something I would point out is like, Social media can be a highlight reel. Like what people post is not always the reality. And so keep that in mind when you start to go to that comparison or whatnot. Like sometimes pray for those people that you find yourself comparing like yourself to or like you just find yourself uh, just being caught up in what they're posting. Like pray for them because sometimes you really don't know what's going on in their lives and a lot of times the happiest looking people on social media can really be the most depressed people. And so pray for their hearts and um, pray for your heart to be softened to that realization. Like understand that while yes, like we're not sitting here trying to bash social media, like, you know, it can, like we said, it could be a great thing, but also understand it's not always the reality. And so um, I think that's just important to keep in mind because we can compare ourselves to this highlight reel that's not even real life. And so, um, you know, start to truly 
live for what matters. Like, you know, like you said, those followers, those likes, those pictures, they all don't matter. Like at the end of the day, what matters is your heart and your heart for the Lord. And um, with people saying, you know, like, I want to know Jesus more. Well, like you said, like, it means sacrificing your flesh and what you want. But are you willing to do that? Like, are you willing to set aside your desires, your wants, and things that satisfy you, like social media, like Netflix, whatever it may be, are you willing to set those things aside to be more intimate with God with no distractions? And I think that's the most important part. Like, if you want to get to know God more, like, God's right there. God is not, like, hidden far off. Like, God is right there, and it just takes you opening your eyes, setting aside those distractions, those idols, whatever it may be, and focusing on the person that's right in front of you. And so just to wrap this up, what are um, maybe some last quick tips that you would throw out there um, with just some things to limit social media or for people who maybe have like FOMO, like fear of missing out, being off social media? What are some tips you would throw out there, some quick ones? Okay. So uh, for those who are experiencing FOMO, I've been there, done that. Um, It's... uh, with with that, you just have to realize that you're not really missing out on anything. If anything, you're experiencing more because you're spending more time with God. And so you have your eyes set on the goal. Yes. And then I would say another thing is is set boundaries um, and take breaks. Uh, take breaks, take breaks, take breaks. <laughs> Literally, um, take breaks because it's such a beneficial thing just to be able to have that more, just more time to spend with the Lord, more time to do things that you're passionate about, more time to um, do the laundry that you need to do that you've been putting on forever. You're adding like, yourself you have, right now. <laughs> yeah, I am. I actually don't do laundry, it's dishes, but my sister does laundry. Yeah, yeah, but, Addison. Um, yeah, she does. Um, but yeah, just, you have so much more time, you have so much more freedom, and I think you, being off social media, take advantage of that. But also, just to throw this out there, is social media is, like we said, not a bad thing. You can use it for good, use it for God's glory, and there is uh, beauty within it, but I wouldn't put your identity in social media. That's good. I would say put the limits on the apps. Like If you're not going to delete them, put limits. You could set time limits on your apps. Um, and then what Madison did recently that she's telling me about is she gave her sister the passcode so that she couldn't like ignore the time limit so that her sister has to type in the passcode. So if you can't even withstand that temptation, give somebody the password that won't tell you it so that you really hold true to that. If you're on it, unfollow people that you feel are making you stumble with comparison, lustful thoughts, whatever it may be. Um, You know, like Madison said, obviously take breaks. Filter what you're seeing. Like, do not follow people who are not uplifting, who are not positive, who are not putting out Christian content. What you follow, what you're looking at, you have an option for what that may be. And that, again, you have to guard your heart with that. So pay attention to, you know, what you're fueling yourself with, with that social media. And be willing to surrender that over to the Lord, especially if you are not spending enough time with Him and are letting social media really be the Lord of your life. So wrapping this up, Madison, go ahead and say it this week. If you haven't read your Bible or if you haven't prayed today, go do that. Go get in the Word and don't let the Word just come from social media. Actually, open up your Bible. Right. The Instagram post is not your Bible, okay? Go read your Bible, get an actual Word. Not just the Bible app either. Open up the Word. 
do some enduring word commentary, get in that word, and spend some quality time with Jesus. He is ready for it. All right, we'll catch you next week. I pray that this episode has spoken to you in your heart and challenges you to go deeper in your faith. Be sure to subscribe, rate, leave reviews, and share this episode with your friends and family to help build community and encourage one another. Thank you for tuning into the New Reality Podcast, and don't forget how loved you are.